What's up, guys? You are listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the 9 to 5 as healthily and happily as possible. I have finally returned from my week away, and I was out all day yesterday, so I am recording this on Sunday, the morning before it releases, and I just woke up, so these are the first words out of my mouth, which is why I sound so groggy. Um, But before I get into everything in this podcast... The main section, like the topic of today, is going to be mental health related. I did not realize that last Monday was World Mental Health Day until after I had already recorded this episode or last week's episode. Um, And it was just everything that I recorded, everything I record every week is obviously like time not time sensitive but it has to do with my week before so it wouldn't have made sense for me to re-record switch them around and all that crap so instead we're just going to have a mental health based episode this week instead in honor of mental health world mental health day plus everyone was thinking about it last monday all the posts on instagram blah 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 So now you get to think about it two weeks in a row. So in hindsight, my obliviousness is actually doing a service to this world. So you know what? You're welcome. Um, But I'm saying that now because um, obviously the main part of this episode is going to be pretty heavy, talking about mental health um, can be pretty burdening sometimes. So I'm going to start this episode by giving you a recap of my entire vacation for something a little lighthearted. And then we're ending with an interview that's not necessarily mental health based because I didn't want to oversaturate you guys with dense, uh, dark information, you know? So we'll get to that when we get to that. But we're going to start off with a recap my trip to Miami. I've never been to, I've actually never been anywhere in Florida that was in Orlando. I realized that when I touched down that I'd never been, I've been to Florida so many times, but I've only been to Orlando. So this was my first time actually seeing the Florida beaches uh, and it did not disappoint. I mentioned it last week. I, I went away Um, Because I had to for work. I had to go to Fort Lauderdale for work. And I said to myself, you know what? It's cold as hell in New Jersey. So why don't I just use my PTO and stay a few days? And I, not to toot my own horn, but I'm proud of myself. Um, I I did this whole thing by myself. You know, I was on vacation for three days by myself, flew by myself. Everything was just up to me and whatever I wanted to do in my own um and I feel like at 23 years old that's just such an important thing for me to do like be able to go off on my own you know you know what I mean um I just I feel like there's not always gonna be like a friend that can tag along or stuff like I didn't have anyone to go with me on this last minute decision but it was either not go because I didn't have anyone to go with or go by myself and enjoy a few days of not working and just doing exactly what I wanted to do, my own agenda. 
And I am very glad that I did it. But I have a lot of reviews, food reviews, um, gym reviews that I want to share with you guys. Unfortunately, not too many like interesting groundbreaking stories. I actually, I will say on Thursday, it was Thursday, was the only time that it rained when I was in Miami. Um, And I was a bit shocked. So I don't know if it's always like this or because like the hurricane happened so recently, although the hurricane really didn't hit that area, but it poured like a classic, you know, classic thunderstorm, heavy rain, poured for like an hour. I, me and my family friend actually that I had met up with for the afternoon, ducked inside some Peruvian restaurant, which was fantastic, by the way. It was called Ceviches by something. I forget. I don't know. Um, But it was really great Peruvian food. Not the point. We were soaking wet, ducked inside this restaurant to eat for an hour, had some drinks, had some food, and it's still pouring. And it looks like it's going to be pouring for basically the rest of the night. So we're like, all right, well, we can't just stay here forever. Like, we got to move on with our days. Let's go. We walk out of the restaurant and the sidewalks and the street, like the entire street is flooded. So we're like standing at the corner in front of this liquor store. And the guy, I guess, that owns a liquor store was looking at us about to cross the road And he goes, just so you know, this isn't clean water. And we're like, yeah, it's rainwater. And he's like, no, all this flooding isn't from the rain itself. It's because the sewers are backed up and they're spilling onto the street. So I'm like looking at my bare feet and my fucking Birkenstocks. And I go, sir? Is what you're trying to tell me right now is that this is poop water? And he goes, yes. Yes, this is poop water in the streets. And I go, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I could see my hotel from here. I could see it. I can't just stand here and wait for it to drain. It's not even done raining. And he's like, I don't know. You could try and get into the center of the road where it's less shallow. The cars will stop for you. But I'm like, either way to get to my hotel, like I have to walk through this water. So I look at my friend and I say, there's just no avoiding. We have to sprint. And that's the only option. So I take off my Birkenstocks because I can wash my feet, but I cannot wash my Birkenstocks. I hold on to those babies for dear life. And I sprint across the street into poop water that was up to the middle of my shins. And I made it back inside um, to my hotel and thoroughly scrubbed my legs with hot, hot water and body soap. Um, So yeah, I haven't really thought about it since then and while I was running for the whole like 15 seconds I was like you you just cannot think about this being poop water um and I just I really disinfected myself and I moved on with my day but I feel like I that was like the only really comical story 
that I have to bring back. So here I am exposing myself at the risk for your guys' entertainment. I swear to God, I am clean. For the next two showers I took after that, I made sure to extra scrub my feet um, just in case any particle dared to remain. <laughs> but yeah, I stepped in poop water. So uh, do with that what you will. Thank you. <laughs> um, but anyway, I ate really good when I was away in Florida and I wanted to share with you guys the restaurants that I went to and also just kind of touch upon, okay, how am I going to move forward with my life after this? So in Fort Lauderdale, I went to, also I noticed I've been saying Fort where weird. Like I can't say Fort when I say it in the sentence. I say Fort, which is just, I don't have a lisp. So I don't know. I don't have a speech impediment. But Fort Lauderdale, there we go. I ate at this place called, ah, crap. Okay, now I'm forgetting, but I believe it's called Boatyard. It's either called Boatyard or Boathouse. It's Boat something. And I had the best salmon of my life. And I say that slow to emphasize the dramatic effect. Um, it was spiced salmon. So it was, it was uh, seasoned very nicely. Cooked medium. So it, it, it wasn't dry. It was perfectly moist. I know that word is disgusting. But you know, it was a perfectly hydrated salmon. Let's say that. Yes. Um, uh, and it didn't have that fishy taste. You know when you take a bite into a fish and it literally tastes like it's still like in salt water? I, I don't like that at all. And I know it sounds stupid to say I, I don't like my fish tasting fishy, but you guys know what I mean. It's just, it, yeah. So I didn't get any of that fishy, gross taste. And it was on a bed of couscous with raisins and pistachios. And it was just the perfect combination of textures, savory, sweet from the raisins. And while I'm at it, Raisins get so much slander, and I was talking about it with my friend. I don't think I've met an intellectual person that does not like raisins. I know that raisins is a really uh, controversial food to like, and people tend to like look down upon people who like raisins, but I love raisins, and I'm not ashamed of that in the slightest. I think that if you don't like raisins, that's fine. It's not for everyone, but keep your raisin hate to yourself because I have no shame in liking raisins and I hate when I'm enjoying a nice meal with raisins or yogurt covered raisins or trail mix or something and someone has to come and shit on my parade with their raisin slander and raisin hate. It's I have had enough of that, but moving on. Um, other places I went to eat, like I went to this place on my last day called Shepherd's Artisan Cafe or some Shepherd's Artisan Coffee. Sorry. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The name stuck out to me because of Derek Shepherd. Uh, yep. But I went and checked the menu and they had a lot of, they had nice, obviously artisan coffee, but they had nice smoothies and healthy breakfast options and stuff. And 
being in the warm environment, a nice smoothie, a fruit smoothie, sounded so appealing to me. So I got some oatmeal there with some fresh fruit, which was nice and filling. Um, But I got a fruit smoothie that had like mango, uh, I think pineapple and all this other stuff. And it was, it's up on my Instagram. I posted a picture of it, but it's so, it was so refreshing, so delicious and didn't cost me that much. So if you're in the area or you've seen one of those, I would definitely recommend that place. I took myself to Gianni's at the Versace, former Versace mansion on Wednesday. I'm not going to lie. It was okay. Uh, I, I went because I've seen pictures of it and it looked beautiful, but mostly because I love true crime TV. You guys know this. So a few years ago, I watched the assassination of Gianni Versace on Netflix. Apparently the guy that played Andrew Cunanan is from Glee. I wouldn't know. I haven't watched Glee, but very interesting and just a shame as all of those situations are, but uh, Gianni Versace will just be a legend in in history, you know? So I really wanted to see his former home. You know, a lot of the show and stuff took place there, so I wanted to see the actual space that he once walked upon, you know? So I took myself out to dinner there. I had a nice drink, um, and I got the homemade rigatoni with lamb. Because I really wanted a pasta dish, needed some protein. I don't typically eat lamb because it makes me sad to think about. But I just like, I was like, oh, I'm on vacation. Like, I just really won't think about it. Uh, the lamb and the rest of the food was good. It's just that the pasta was a little bit oversalted. It tasted like it had the texture and consistency of a nice, like, fresh homemade pasta. But I would take my mom's rigatoni over theirs. It was just a little too salty for my taste, but it was still a good, nice, peaceful meal outside. Great service. uh, And I went by myself. So it was like a big girl step for me, you know? But those are really the places that I ate. Other than that, I kind of like got some breakfast at Starbucks, just kind of had some snacks. I don't know. I didn't take it that, I I didn't really take it that seriously. I didn't want to drop all my money on food either, not going to lie. But I think that's a perfect uh, transition into where do I go from here? So I got home, I got home Friday night and then yesterday I was out, I went to a brewery, which is such a hard word to say for no reason. I went to a brewery, brewery, see, I can't do it, but you know what I mean. I went there in an orchard with my best friend. We had some nice beers. We had some treats. So today's Sunday, new day, back on track. Um, That's really all there is to it, you know? I ate good this past week. I ate um, off, off track of what I would normally do, didn't track anything. I wouldn't necessarily say I binged. I don't enjoy that bingy, gross feeling. So I just, I just ate foods I wouldn't normally, you know, and maybe like a little bit more calorie dense. So obviously coming home, feeling a little bit softer around the edges, you know, it's normal, but all I can do going forward really 
is just get back into my routine. I was gone for one week, literally one week. That is so small in the grand like scheme of life, you know, the grand picture. So I'm simply going to go back to how my life was before I left on Monday. That's it. You know, there's no secret. There's no magic trick. It's just, okay, I'm done. I'm going to fill my body with water, fruits, vegetables, protein, normal foods that I eat. And that's that. I wish I had a more like enlightening, inspiring, like educational tip to give you, but it's really just that simple. I went to the grocery store. I stocked up on my normal foods. You know, I got my meal stuff for the week. I got my yogurts, pretzels, bananas, and that's it. We're going back to normal. Um, Let's see though. Did I do, I didn't really do anything else like super, super exciting. I did get to go see the Upper Gear office and warehouse and that was so cool. That was so much fun. I got to meet Yulia and Stas in person, uh, which is it's fit.with.yulia on Instagram. You definitely know who she is. And they were just a blast. They were so kind, so welcoming. We took some pictures. So the next few people that order through my upper gear link will get a little signed picture, which makes me feel so weird. Um, like I was telling my dad and he was like, oh, you famous, famous. He didn't really say it like that. And it's just a, such a weird concept for me. Like I was like, oh my God, I'm signing these pictures of myself and someone's going to get it and hopefully be excited <laughs> that they got it. But it's just like, it's just me, you know? It's just a little old me. I'm such a freaking awkward weirdo. So... Yeah, it's just a hard concept to, to wrap my head around. Uh, but yeah, I, I got to hang out with them. Side note, I think Yulia has to be like the hottest, coolest mom on this earth. She rocks every single hair color she tries. Her children are beautiful. And it, just looking at her, like, I'm like, I can't believe you have two children. Because she's just so freaking like trendy and cool. Mom inspiration, you know? Okay, mom inspiration for the future when that day comes, which is not anytime soon. But yeah, I don't, this Miami recap's turning into a bit of a long one. So I'm going to wrap it up. I basically just, I, I said this last week, I took these few days to really just unwind and unplug. I didn't, I didn't really care for going out in the clubs. I was by myself, you know, I didn't want to like get wasted every night. I had a few drinks, not going to lie. But I basically spent my days in the sun, checked out new gyms. Oh, duh. That's what I wanted to, the second part of what I wanted to review. Okay. I checked out three gyms when I was there. The first one was called Gymage. Um, Really cheesy name. Cool to look at. It had a lot of neon lights and palm trees and stuff inside, like fake ones. But the equipment was just your standard lifetime equipment and... I would equate it to like a neon crunch, honestly. Like I wouldn't pay more than 20, even 20 is a lot. I would pay like $15 a month to go there because there it wasn't really like all that special. There was one squat rack, one deadlift platform. You can get what you need to get done, but like, eh, eh, 
That's it. Uh, the second day I went to Elevation Fitness because a lot of you guys had recommended that to me. That one was better. It was more on Kingdom Vibes, you know, the gym that I go to. All black, nice equipment. I think I actually like Kingdoms better because this was a lot of hammer strength, which hammer strength is great. Um, still only one deadlift platform. Could go with one more, but I was able to get a good workout in. They had nice bumper plates, decent amount of cardio equipment. They had like a little tire you could flip, kettlebells, all this kind of stuff. So that was a cool spot. I would definitely be, if I lived down there, I'd probably go to that over, definitely go to that over gymage. And then the last gym I went to was the, uh, what the, now that I'm, hold on. I got to pull it up on my phone now because of course now I'm blanking on what it was called. Do, do, do. I just tagged it today and it's going to hit me like I'm such an idiot. Muscle Beach, duh. Muscle Beach, Miami. That's where I went. Really cool concept. First of all, you can get like basically everything done there. They don't just have calisthenics equipment, but they have like squat racks, uh, benches to bench press, like um, trap bars, boxing bags, uh, or punching bags, whatever you want to call it. Kettlebells, dumbbells, bumper plates, everything really. Um, but what I liked about it the most is that it's part of the beach system or the park system, the Miami beach park system. So it's free to the public. And, you know, if you've been to Miami or you live in Miami, you know that there's like, there's a decent amount of, you know, um, lower income community, like people, communities, I guess a lot of people come to Miami from Cuba and this gives people a free space. Granted, it's not raining but a free space to exercise and move their body and take care of their health. And I just think that that's a really cool thing because uh, yes, we live in a society where you really, you got to hustle to have privileges in life. You got to work to be able to afford, you know, a gym membership, stuff like that. So this being like a free space for the community, I think is just a, it's just a really cool thing. Um, so yeah, that, those are the three gyms I, I, checked out. But back to what I was saying before, I basically spent the day outside at the beach or the pool, went to the gym at night so I could take my time and it wasn't that crowded. And then I just, I I sat in my bed, watched Grey's Anatomy, like did whatever, like on my laptop, on my iPad, like played some games and just chilled out, you know? And I'm so okay with that. It was just a few days of being able to catch up on sleep relax, not look at my email. And now I'm rejuvenated and not, I wouldn't necessarily say ready, but I have no choice but to go back to work and start my normal routine tomorrow. Um, so yeah, that's my little Miami recap. I'm not going to do a highlight and low light like I did, like I normally do. Um, cause I wanted to give you guys a full trip review. I wouldn't say that it was, I've been to other cities that I liked more. I don't want to say it wasn't my favorite because that gives off like a negative connotation to it. I liked it. I did. I liked the city, but like, I loved Nashville, you know, like that's gotta be number one on my list. And like when I was in Orange County, California, that whole area, I was like, I was just so happy there. Um, 
And Miami was cool and stuff, but other things come first, you know, or other things rank higher. So yeah. Anyway, that's my Miami recap. We are going to get into the big chunk of this podcast and move, move forward. All right. So before I dive into this whole topic, I do want to give a little trigger warning. I'm going to be talking a lot about mental health and mental illnesses. So if that's something that's uncomfortable to you, I have the uh, time breakdowns in the description of this episode. So just feel free to fast forward. Anyway, though, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, World Mental Health Day was was last Monday. Uh, this is me- mental health awareness and education is very important to me. So I wanted to talk a little bit about things like practices and, and habits that have helped me a lot in this past year and then go into some books that I've read that I found to be really inspirational. I am pretty open and transparent on my Instagram with my mental health struggles. Just as a little quick recap, I don't really want to go into my whole life story because that's not what you're going to benefit from. But I have dealt with super high anxiety for as long as I can remember, like definitely in grade school. Um, And then I've been dealing and honestly, I really would say battling and like emphasize battling with depression since I was in high school. Uh, and it's funny, it's a thing, depression's a thing that com- comes and goes, you know, and I think a lot of people have this thought that it's like somebody has to die or somebody has to get divorced or lose their job. Something tragic has to happen for a person to be depressed and that's not always the case. People fall into depressive episodes, yes, and it could be centered around those things. But depression is, there's something wrong in your brain function. You know, there's a chemical imbalance in your brain. And I I like to think that I live a very fortunate life. Um, Yes, I have had my personal struggles and family struggles and friend things, boyfriends, all that crap. But all in all, if you put it on paper, I do live a fortunate life. I have a full-time job. I have all my parents or both my parents. I have my siblings. Um, I have health insurance. You know, I'm healthy. But it like when I fall into a depressive episode, it's not in my control. You know, something will trigger it and then it's everything goes out the way. It's not something that I can control or snap myself out of, you know? So that's been something that I've, I've been dealing with both for a long time and it's very hard. Um, and if you're someone who does experience both, you'll understand what I mean by this. My anxiety will tell me, we got to be doing things. We got to be keeping busy. You got to read, you got to do puzzles, you got to go shopping, go on errands, talk to somebody on the phone paint, draw, knit, whatever. I always have to be doing something that will keep my brain occupied and away from my intrusive thoughts. But then my depression will say, no, we don't want to do any of that. Let's just go to sleep. Because if we're asleep, then our brain is kind of off. 
and we can't think about anything. So let's go to sleep, which makes it very hard to get out of bed. And that's what that, that's what always ends up winning. Because in my fucked up mind, I'm like, yeah, let, I'll just go to sleep because that way I can't uh, think about anything intrusive that my anxiety is trying to press on me. Um, and I won't have to feel at all because I'll be asleep. And that is so, so unhealthy. And I've gone through multiple bouts of uh, depression. I feel like my anxiety is constant. It's always there. But the depression like ebbs and flows. So the last ex- time I experienced this was last fall. Um, and it, it got to a point where it was just, it was draining trying to hide it from people as well because I'm not a type of person, like I, I'm not very open about that stuff to my friends and family because it's, I don't like to seem vulnerable and it's my stuff and I, I don't want to talk about it because like I said, I like to sleep and push it away. So got to a point, I, I called my therapist on like a Monday morning when I just couldn't get out of bed. Um, and I said, I think that it's time that we talk about like maybe getting onto some medication. And she said, you know what, you're right. And long story short, I ended up setting all that up, found a psychiatrist, got on some medications, had to try one or two to see what worked for my body. And I feel a lot better. And it's not the the medications like I definitely feel better on and I like I'm really thankful for them. But I want to kind of go over my whole process, my like healing process and the things that I've done. So the very first step for me was coming to terms with the fact that I can't get through my struggles alone and it's not my friends or parents responsibility to help me through this. I have good friends and they are all, will always be there for me when I want them to. But my what what is a burden to me shouldn't be a burden to my friends. You know, if if I have, you know, a friend problem, boy problem, whatever, I could always talk to my friends. But I needed not only someone that was going to be paid to listen, but somebody who could teach me how to fix myself. And that's the way I I view it. And that's probably not right. But I wanted to fix and better myself. So my first therapist was a wash. She did absolutely nothing. She sucked. I'm just going to say it flat out. She sucked. And I feel like a lot of people have that experience. They, They get themselves to finally go to therapy and the therapist is either judgmental, not helpful, um, just a waste of their time. So I've had some that are rude, just flat out rude. Um, so my first one, I kind of, I was like, this is stupid. I, I don't even want to go to therapy. I don't want to pay for this. This is a waste of my time. I ended up finding a new one. So it only took me two tries. My therapist right now, I am incredibly thankful for. She is so warm and fuzzy and easy to talk to. And um, we've done a lot of work in the past year. So they always tell you about like the breathing techniques, blah, blah, blah. But personally for me, trying to control my breath gives me anxiety. And then I feel like I can't breathe and it totally doesn't work for me. So she said, you know what? That's fine. Um, I wrote down like a thought log for a, a little bit just so she can kind of gauge. 
But the one thing that she told me to do, which seemed like the smallest, most trivial, dumb idea, was she said, I want you to start every day writing affirmations. You And I was like, this is so stupid. Like, I already journal every day. Why do I need to write down affirmations? Like, ooh, just because I say, like, I'm beautiful. Like, is that going to change anything? And the answer, honestly, is yes. I was proved wrong. Um, and I will. I am such a huge advocate for affirmations now. So I wake up every morning, and the first thing I write down in my journal are affirmations about myself. Um, things that I, I feel insecure about reminding myself that it's not true. You know, one thing that I write every morning is I am smart, successful, and beautiful. And that to me right there, those are three things I worry about, you know, like how am I doing at work? Like, um, oh, or I say strong, successful, and beautiful. Sorry. Uh, it just, (sighs) It's something for me to look at and be like, okay, no matter what your thoughts are going on in your head, this is true. Look at it from an outside point of view. I am beautiful. I am successful and I am strong physically and mentally. Um, So long story short, having, seeing those words and starting out every day with them on paper just helps me go into every day with this mindset, like a, a positive mindset, a positive look on myself and a, a reminder on how I should carry throughout the day, things that aren't good for me, things that are good for me. You know, I know it sounds so stupid and so cheesy, but it's such like, it's such an important thing to do for yourself. And somebody asked me last week, Do you think it's better to be beautiful on the outside or inside? And the reason why I said inside is because you could look like freaking Megan Fox, but if you are disgusted by yourself, you won't be able to see any of your physical beauty. So my my mindset, once I started to really love and take care of myself, I noticed a positive change in my physique as well. So that is like the number one free, free thing that you could do for yourself. Um, I I noticed that even though, like even with doing that stuff though, it still wasn't enough for me at first. I was still feeling these anxious, intrusive, like this this merry-go-round of thoughts that never ended. So that's when my therapist and I decided to, yeah, it was time to get a psychiatrist. Uh, Antidepressants control both depression and anxiety which is perfect for me. Um, Just because somebody's on an antidepressant does not mean that they have depression. It could be for anxiety as well. Just a little piece of information. Um, But yeah, I I was like, you have to be vulnerable with yourself. You cannot do this on your own. You have resources available. So utilize them. I am, like I said before, I am fortunate. I have good health insurance under my father. So why am I sitting here not being able to peel myself out of bed when I'm not doing everything that's in my control to better myself, you know? So if you have access, if, if that resonates with you, I, I definitely recommend, you know, you have to talk to a professional 
a psychiatrist in the least. You can't just go and get an over-the-counter antidepressant description, uh, description, prescription. But if you really feel like you're trying and you're going to therapy and you're taking steps and it's not working, I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of. Half of my close friends are on an antidepressant. It's just, it's just hard. It is hard to do things on your own. It really is. And you know what? If you, like I said, if you have the access to it, take the help that you can get. Seriously. It's okay. It's, it's, it shouldn't be, I'm trying to think of how to say this right. It shouldn't be frowned upon to be taking care of yourself. And I think that that's something that's actually changing. Like, Every year with things like World Mental Health Day, the stigma around mental health is slowly changing. And I think when our generation gets to this top of the pyramid, you know, things will hopefully be very different by then. But a lot of people are starting to educate themselves. Um, And there's a few Instagram accounts actually that I want to pull up. So let me go. I follow them on my personal Instagram. There's this one Instagram account that I follow called the Real Depression Project. And whether you deal with anxiety and depression or not, I think that this is a really good account to take a look at. I follow it because I like to have stuff on my timeline to continue to fill myself with this positive stuff. But it's also a very... um, very educational source for people that have friends or family with depression or anxiety. Like, uh, here's some of their, here's some of their top posts right now. Like their most recent, um, sign or what someone with anxiety means when they say, I need a minute. And it explains like their thoughts are spiraling out of control and they need to reel them in. They're starting to lose touch with their surroundings, blah, blah, blah. That type of post is great. Not for me. I know what it feels like when I have anxiety and say I need a minute. But for example, let's just say my dad, who doesn't have anxiety, like high anxiety, he might not understand. So this is a really good account to help educate um, and raise awareness. So that's one count, account that I really, really like. And then another one is, um, oh my gosh. What is it called? Now I'm forgetting. Everybody, literally like everybody follows it. Let me see if I have it archived. Hold on, please. I'm going to say it too and then be like, oh, duh. And all of you guys are going to be like, oh, I heard of this. Oh, another one. Side notes. MH.advocates. Mental health advocates. That's another one. Um. It's, it's great for, again, the same thing. Like it has panic attack facts, facts to educate people on that. But things that might be awakening to you, like their second most recent post is signs you're insecure and have low self-esteem. Oh my God. But yeah, that's, that's another one. There's also Monk Notion. Yeah, Monk Notion. That's like a self-care account um, has really nice things to read. Oh, here it is. We the Urban. Yeah, that's what it's called. We the Urban has just really nice positive affirmations. Um, So that's another account that I really like. 
but I want to dive into now some books that have helped me. Read a ton of um, mental health or self, self-help. I'll say self-help books. Uh, I started in 2020 when everyone went into lockdown and I was, you know, going through one of those periods for myself. Uh, and I just needed an outsider's perspective. And it helped me. These books helped me feel like I'm, I'm not crazy. I'm not the only one that feels these ways. Um, but it also, it, they're, they're really good education and educational awareness books, if that doesn't sound nerdy, you know. The number one series, I think my, it's not really a series, but the author has written three books, um, is Rachel Hollis. The first one is Girl, Wash Your Face. The second one is Girl, Stop Apologizing, which I think is a really good title for someone, especially like me. And the third one is Didn't See That Coming. The third one out of all of them, I think was like the one that hit home the hardest for me because she had already written those two books, the first two, and then she got a divorce. She randomly got it, like not randomly, but she, like the title says, she didn't see that one coming. Um, in between books, yeah, she she had gotten a divorce from her husband and it just like, that she wrote another book on it and how she got through it and all that stuff and just how life is very unpredictable. It just shows like, It's kind of like, okay, yeah, I'm a normal person too. Like I've gone through my fair share of real problems that you might be going through. Um, So it gives her like credibility almost, but it's it's also just, it's really helpful and inspirational to see how somebody else is handling like a similar situation to you, you know? Um, Another series of books, this, this one's actually series is, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. You've probably heard about this book before just because its title is so like out there. Um, I found this one. This one was a little bit more, uh, how should I say it? Hers, Rachel Hollis's books were a little bit more memoir-esque. His are a little bit more um, sophisticated they're, they're a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah, that's the word I'll go with. Um, advanced? I don't know. You know what I mean. But he uses some of his stuff kind of went right over my head. But the bottom line of his book is like just about like being like the, so many people walk through their lives just being negative people and don't realize it. And there are just some things that you have to not give a fuck about. Like the weather. You don't need to start a conversation with someone being like, ugh, I hate this type of weather. Or people, like uh, when I was in Miami, I realized this too. I liked it down there. I liked the sun and stuff. And it just made me realize that though, like, yeah, there are things I miss though about being home. And I hate people that are like, I hate this state. Like I need to get out of this state so fast. It's just like, the, the point of his book is basically how like there's things worth worrying about and things not. And that can control like your over or have an impact on your overall happiness and mental state, you know? Another favorite of mine, 13 Things Mentally Strong People Do. This one is written by an actual therapist. Um, And it talks about like her own life and her own journey and stuff. 
it's written again very like memoir-esque so it's easy to follow along and like almost like a story but it's written by an actual therapist someone who's qualified to give you this type of information so maybe you don't want to go see a therapist like you're really against it or you're on the fence or or it's not available to you you don't have like it's just not an option for you start by reading this book and see where it takes you I would definitely recommend that so 13 things mentally strong people do those are those are definitely my top like self-help like in regards to the mental health aspect books um another book that I've read that doesn't necessarily have to do with mental health but it is a self-help book uh why men love bitches (laughs) I found this book because my roommate was reading it my senior year of college and I decided to get it um it's it's pretty straightforward she says bitches and like it's she explains what she means by bitches. Um, it's a joke. Like the title sounds misogynistic, but isn't. Um, it's a it, it's a really good book for girls to read. It talks a lot about being a doormat. Like I, for a very long time, was a doormat person. Um, so she says, like a bitch isn't like, you know, like yo my bitch. You know, a bitch is someone who stands up for herself, puts herself first. Like won't isn't at a man's beck and call, blah, blah, blah. So that book is really, uh, really enlightening. I would say it's very enlightening and awakening. Uh, and I've read it through twice, honestly, and I keep it in my bookshelf in case I ever need it. All of her tips are in the back. So I could just quickly like flip to them. Um, but yeah, so those, that's my little mental health talk of the week. I don't want to, get any any deeper but I hope that I just provided you with book resources my own tips that have helped or practices that have helped me and Instagram resources that you can look at every day um yeah it's mental health illnesses are very real they're very consuming so if even if you don't have like severe anxiety or something but it's still like that's still something that bothers you Use the resources that you have available. Use the free resources like the Instagrams that I just gave you. Um, Because when you get your mental health in check and in line, everything else starts to fall in place around you. I think that that is the most important feature um, or most important part of health to take care of. All right, we are moving into the question portion of this week's podcast I don't have too many so make sure I put up a question poll every uh, Monday on my Instagram story but you could always DM them to me um, or leave them in the review section of wherever you get your podcast and I will be happy to check them out the first question reads why do I feel stronger lifting only three days a week instead of six days a week um there could be other things coming into the factor too like how much you're eating carb levels will make a difference but off the top of my head I would assume because you're giving your body more time to rest and recover um recovery days are important I definitely recommend like one to two recovery days in your workout routine regimen schedule whatever but my instinct like assumption is that it's because you're giving your body more time to rest and recover, so it's coming back into each workout stronger. Next question reads, how for legs to not feel so sore after leg day? 
Uh, so honestly, soreness is an indicator that you're challenging your body. So to be not sore, like, isn't really something I would aim for. But to, like, help that soreness, like, be relieved faster, definitely make sure that you're stretching. Um, you could do things like foam rolling, uh, like myofascial relief, and hydrate. So to reduce soreness and help alleviate it, stretching, myofascial relief, and hydrate. Next question reads, how do you deal with injuries? I, I talked about this a little bit on previous podcasts um, because of the car accident I had gotten into. You basically have to see see a professional if you can, if it's that serious. Get their recommendation and piece of advice. That's the number one, like the best thing you can do. But with injuries, depending on how severe it is, I'll either rest. Like if it's like a neck injury, like I've pulled my neck before, couldn't really exercise because I couldn't move my neck and it really like painfully hurt. And it's my neck. Like I'm not messing around with my spine, you know? But when I pulled a muscle in my hip, I did like physical therapy type exercises to help move the muscle so it would heal and be able to move in the way that it was before it got injured. So that's how I deal with injuries. Um, And the last question reads, why did you start with fitness? I could go on and on. And if you guys want to hear a whole segment on my fitness journey and why I started, I totally will. So let me know. But I, I essentially started working out for a few reasons. One of them was that I had finished high school sports. And I said, well, what the hell do I do now? Because I've done sports my whole life. Um, and the second was I needed a reason to get out of my house. My parents were getting a divorce. I just, I wanted to run away at all times. I was a depressed, um, angsty teenager And the gym was a place that I could go and be alone for a few hours and put in my headphones. And once I started going, I realized that this was also a place that I could change the things that I was uncomfortable physically about. And leaving the gym feeling strong and powerful is such a good, rewarding feeling that it just stuck with me. And um, I I fell in love with it and I haven't given it up since. I have not let it take a take. I have not let it take a backseat since. But those are all the questions that I got for today. So I have a great interview for you guys coming up next. I'm going to give my voice a rest and let's get into this week's interview. All right, guys, I'm here today with Sophia Masri. Um, Sophia, I don't know if you want to give a little intro of yourself since you probably know this is the first time we're talking so it's probably you probably know yourself better than I do (laughs) well yeah I'm Sophia uh I've been lifting for a little bit so I guess that's why I'm here we like the gym (laughs) (laughs) yeah I found you on like or we found each other on TikTok last year or whatever um and I guess you were in high school then which is crazy because you did not look like you were in high school yeah <laughs> probably like the most jacked high school I've ever seen um and now you're in college at are you at East East Carolina, East Carolina University yeah nice I have some cousins that go there yeah um, but highly recommend <laughs> yeah where well, is that North Carolina or South Carolina North Carolina yeah okay what part is it in it's in Greenville. It's like in the middle of nowhere, yeah. but 
it's like the only place I've ever been in Greenville, but I chose to go to school here. Where are you from like at home? So I'm from like a little bit outside of Philly. Oh, okay. Yeah. So cool. Pretty, pretty far from here, but fun place to live. Yeah. I'm in the the Eastern part of Jersey. So I'm like equal distance an hour from Philly and an hour from the city. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So um, just so I can get to know you more and I guess everybody else too, what got you into lifting? Did you play sports in high school or growing up or anything? So like I originally, I used to play tennis, but like, I don't even really count that because it wasn't, like I didn't love it. And I just did it to like play a sport in school. Um, and then I used to rock climb with my family, like my family, they're like huge rock climbers. So I had like a good upper body for a time being, but I never did anything else. And I was always like, just like skinny, like skinny little girl (laughs) walking around. Um, and then I went and I like studied abroad for in high school and I like, I was in Israel. So all the food was so good. And I just like, literally was like eating everything that's like left and right. And then I was like, dang, like, uh, my body's changed. (laughs) I need to get myself together here. So I like came back home and I started doing Chloe Ting, which was like, was all the um and then I realized that that just was not working for me like it may work for some people I don't know but it just was not my thing I'm not for it Uh yeah exactly I like like lifting heavy metal plates and and that sort of thing (laughs) um but yeah and then I just like got like I I joined like a planet fitness Mm because I didn't know what I was doing and like (laughs) I don't know I just started working out from there so like that was it I was like dang this is it (laughs) cool yeah I was kind of I guess like the same way I've been out of high school now for like I think five years which is so scary um (laughs) I know somebody asked me yesterday how long have you been lifting for and I always say like oh my after my senior year of high school I'm like oh that was five years ago now (laughs) you're like oh (laughs) yeah yeah scary um but I wanted to have you on the podcast because you're now in school and this is your first semester as a college freshman. And that was, you're a little bit ahead of the game compared to where I was um, Mm -hmm. when I was a freshman in college. I had started like my fitness journey, I guess, the summer after senior year of college, but or high school, but Instagram was just starting to like blow up with fitness influencers and stuff. So I it just took me a while to learn things and I did not look anywhere near how you look now <laughs> as a freshman <laughs> but I know how hard it can be to change like your whole routine in life changes basically mm-hmm. when you go from being in high school to in college and do you think it's easier for you or harder for you to stay on top of your health your overall health at school rather than being in high school mm-hmm definitely harder because like at home like I had my routine like it was like also I had my car like here I don't have a car yeah so like at home it was like wake up like do whatever I need to do like if it was during school like I would go to school and come home and like eat something that I probably already made earlier and like go to the gym but here it's like just like classes are all like all around like different times and like I have to wait for a bus to take me and if I miss the bus I have to wait another 20 minutes like and like that's just like getting there and like food wise I don't have like like at my house like everybody's pretty healthy so just all the stuff that we have at home is like 
always like a good choice of like what you're gonna eat but here it's like kind of just get what's available to you yeah so like I like literally sit in my room sometimes I'm eating like dates and peanut butter and I'm like this is good but like I don't think I can go in a hole no. like, right now <laughs> no. like this is good for me but um it's definitely different and like I mean like my our dining hall is pretty good there's like they have like grilled chicken and stuff so like I like walk in and the guy's like two pieces of chicken and I'm like yeah, that's me that's me he like knows me I'm like oh my god I feel so honored <laughs> I mean like that that's what keeps me going is the chicken I would say just stock yeah. up on it but like it definitely is hard like I don't know it's just it's stressful too to like want to film and like when you go to like the school gyms and everyone's like so packed and like they're like why is this girl filming and like all this stuff and I'm like just let me do what I have to do (laughs) went through the same shit it's funny because I mean you're again like you have more followers now than I did as a freshman but my like friends or people in my social circle like totally used to make fun of me I know they did because they'd see (laughs) me in the gym or they'd try and like pop in the back so they could get like on my page it was funny but you're making like at the end of the day like you're making money off this stuff so like I need to take it seriously yeah I just kind of let people like people will know especially at a small school too like Mm -hmm. the more like or I guess the more time passes the more people are gonna be like oh like we've seen that girl on Instagram like she's like and it's not gonna be (laughs) and if it's a weird if people think it's weird then yeah I'm I'm like here's my tripod like Mm mm-hmm what do you want to do about it? <laughs> do, that's the energy that you have to give off. People ask me that all the time. Like, don't you get like nervous filming yourself in the gym? And I'm like, even if I do, like sometimes, yes, I never give off that energy. Yeah. Like because you can't let people know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so you mentioned the chicken in the dining hall, which I did want to ask you. <laughs> what do you like? What is your go-to breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Because I did college or freshman year of college mm-hmm. so wrong. My perception of what was healthy was so out of whack. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So like it kind of varies breakfast wise at least. So like they have eggs, but it's like, I know it's like that, like egg mix. and they Yeah. The and eggs. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like if I go to the dining hall in the morning, which I mean, I always eat breakfast. So like if I end up going to the dining hall, which I usually do because I don't have as much food in my dorm, mm-hmm. I will get like eggs. And then sometimes they have like turkey, like sausage and stuff, oh. which I'll get, but I know it's like more fatty than what it should be. So I'm like, I kind of debate. Yeah. And then I'll just get like, um, like potatoes, like potato wedges for like a carb and then or like oats or something but breakfast is never really like my best meal here um but if I eat in my room if I ever have like the stuff like I usually get the morning star like vegetarian sausage links they're like nine grams of protein for two and I'll eat like four of them and then I'll eat like apples and like maybe peanut butter if I even if I have it like I don't really know or like I also make like oats in your room too like pro I I bring that to work it's so easy for me to carry around I have oats but so here's the thing I (laughs) would 100% eat protein powder like consistently but it messes with my skin like oh I've heard that yeah yeah and it's like it gets really bad so I mean like sometimes I'll treat myself to like a protein bar because like I work with like misfits I don't know if you know them but yeah I work with them too yeah yeah so like like their stuff is so good I just like vegan and yeah yeah. 
Does that bother your skin, their products or? It still bothers my skin, Mm. but like it doesn't bother my stomach. I just think any form of like condensed protein is like just not for me, but I still love their stuff. So I just like, oh, like eat it here and there. And like, it's definitely like, I still want to work with them because I love everything they have. I just like, it sucks for my skin, but it's okay. Yeah. If I guess if I was in your situation, which honestly I do break out a lot. So maybe that's a reason, but I'm just going (laughs) to Um, I would definitely choose Misfits over. Yeah. It's it's definitely better compared to all the other ones. Like for sure. Oh my gosh. So I don't know. Like one, the first time I tried Misfits, cause they were like, Oh, like people send you a box. And if you want to work with us, like, then you can let us know. Mm-hmm. I tried, like, I think it was like the dark chocolate raspberry. And I was like, why the fuck have I been eating quest bars <laughs> for the past like four years? Like, um, sorry. Like they're so fucking good. Like, oh I, my I God. have one every day. I can't, I have one every, and they're the easiest, like, like when I go to the office, it's so easy to throw in my bag or I keep yeah. one in my purse because like, I'm anywhere I, I bring them to the bars like my friends know I bring them to the bars <laughs> yeah literally like, oh, you're eating like this like I'm just gonna pull my protein bar real quick yeah it's uh, my my close circle of friends like expect it by now they're like do you, do you have like yeah. another one I'm like yeah you can have one no once I like <laughs> I went to a new gym with my friends and like it was like a whole thing and I knew I was gonna get hungry but I actually didn't this is this was like prior to me working with them mm-hmm. and I was like like what do I bring and I like that ass put two pieces of chicken in a bag put it in my gym bag and like we were all like, oh. like in the middle of the work and I was like sorry guys like I'm ready I'm hungry. <laughs> I have the protein <laughs> that's funny <laughs> I love that it was like a good little like a little magic trick me like pulling it out of my bag and I'm like <laughs> that's, that's like respect if I saw a girl pulling out like chicken like a chicken cutlet <laughs> out of her gym bag I'd be like <laughs> honestly why haven't I done this it's not a bad idea but yeah. I've eaten my dinner in the locker rooms before yeah I've had to do that know, but maybe I should if I like yeah that. I have days where I work in like my office and then I go in personal train and mm. then I go to the gym so I'm out from like 6 45 a.m to like 8 p.m yeah. so I have like two options and it's either bring my meals with me or starve <laughs> so I just pack like Something that I don't have to reheat, like a cold pasta salad or something. And I just eat it in the locker room because I'm like, girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. I I respect it. Like, you know, you got to do it. (laughs) Yeah. But Um, um, I lost. Oh, sorry. I finished breakfast. (laughs) So lunch, I usually just go and I get like usual, usually get like the two pieces of chicken. Like sometimes they have different, like they always have like grilled stuff or like hamburgers and all that so like I can always rely on the fact that they'll have chicken but like sometimes like the home line kind of thing like changes up and they'll have like different kinds of chicken but it's always it's pretty much always chicken and like I'll find some form of form of like carb and then like a vegetable so it's usually like Brussels sprouts or like green beans or something like that I try to stay away from like they have like um like mixed like no like like collard greens but it like has like milk in it and all this stuff oh so like, yeah they're probably made like southern style yeah exactly so I'm like I don't think this is what I want so I usually stay away from it and then like I'll get like a little salad or something it really depends but I relied on the salad bar so much at school mm-hmm. because something about I don't know if this is just me but something <laughs> about like seeing vegetables like on the like hotline like the serving uh, one grosses yeah. me out 
so like kind of theme it really depends I will say like I'm I like I'm not a picky person so mm-hmm. like I don't really mind but like some of the things are like kind of questionable and I'm like I don't know if I should eat that I don't think it's right <laughs> I can't do canned vegetables no like growing up me and like my mom always bought the frozen ones and we would just like yeah it's just yeah you just microwave it uh-huh. but frozen or canned whether it's carrots stream beans peas like just really ick me out yeah and I think that that's what they use at least at my dining hall oh yeah open a can and I just I couldn't do it so I don't even want to know like at this point I just need to turn a blind eye yeah you have (laughs) no other choice I but, uh, also, how many do you guys have one dining hall or like multiple because yeah, we have two and the only difference really is like one of them is just like looks nicer and they have like a like a hibachi station oh, thing. Nice. <laughs> yeah it's like kind of cool like I'll get some from there sometimes but they usually burn it and then it's yeah. like hey, is this really good or am I just like excited that there's a hibachi station yeah that sounds exactly like college yeah <laughs> I, I went to uh I went to Rutgers so half of we have four different campuses on like okay. Rutgers. Oh. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. Um, and it's separated by like a river. So oh. two of them are in New Brunswick and two of them are in Piscataway. So they're like different towns technically. And they use the two different towns use different food suppliers. I don't oh. know why. So the campus that I lived on as a freshman had the shittiest grilled chicken. Like oh. it's yeah, if I wanted to get good quality grilled chicken, I would have to like take a bus and go to a different campus because the oh, chicken God, in my so dining hall was like known to just be straight rubber. Ooh, yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, my cousin actually goes to Rutgers now. Oh, cool. So I don't know which the one she's on, but I'll ask her. I'll be like, hey, how's the yeah. chicken over there? <laughs> yeah, if she's on, I was on uh, College Ave. That's the one that has. Oh my god, it's so I eat a lot of like beans and chickpeas because I couldn't get myself. Or if I had the chicken, I had to douse it in like buffalo sauce or something. So I wouldn't it would like take my mind (laughs) off the rubbery. So you can just like get it down and like it's pretty, like it's good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I had such a false I I, my freshman year was really like a learning experience for me. And I definitely Mm -hmm. did learn a lot about like nutrition and what I was actually putting in my body. But I ate a lot, a lot of salads freshman year, except they were salads that were like packed with nuts and cranberries and French dressing, which is like, okay, those things are great. But I didn't realize that I was eating like a 600 calorie twice a day. (laughs) Literally. My like go-to salad, what I'll make is like, I'll get like mixed greens and then I'll put, oh my God, now I'm like, like, I'll put like cherry tomatoes and chickpeas on it and then like they have they always have like vinegar and oil so I like put oh, that yeah. on there and sometimes I put hummus on it that's pretty good don't, don't knock it till you try it's actually so good was like probably good in that too I've had it I've had a salad like that at a Mediterranean place yeah but it reminds me of it's so good we sometimes have like we always have like three prepared salads yeah. but like the thing is they're never like really good like maybe one of them is good but like it's it's always like really strange mixes like once I went and it was like blueberries um oh my god what's not broccoli um the other one 
the white one. Cauliflower. Ew. Yeah, cauliflower. Cauliflower together. And I was like, is this legal? <laughs> so gross. <laughs> it was so horrible. I was like, this is this is outrageous. Like it was so gross. I never get pre-made salads. One of the yeah. reasons is that like yeah, every salad that's pre-made always has one, at least one thing that disgusts you. Yeah, exactly. So I am a huge make your own type of yeah, literally type of girl. um, Like as for dinner though, it's literally like the same thing as lunch. Like chicken and whatever is there. Yeah, I wish I knew going back. Like, if I had to give advice to freshmen in college or like people that had to eat out out of a dining hall, I think you're going about it the best way. Like I said, I ate. (laughs) like 600 calorie salads that didn't fill me up because there were like no carbs in it except mm-hmm. for the vegetables whereas mm-hmm. like it, I really should just gotten a protein gotten a vegetable gotten a carb that's what I do now and it's yeah it's just like you know one two three and like you're done but like sometimes it's like like the vegetables gross you're like okay I'm just gonna eat it because I need it like you gotta be fluid I always tell people too like I don't know how it is at your school but I know a lot of schools like you don't have to live in the dorms all four years so I'm like listen it's it's one to two years and then like odds are you'll have your own kitchen like it's just one to two years of your life like do the best you can (laughs) phase I like my body changed so much since graduating just because I wasn't drinking three times a week yeah oh my god it's like I before I came here I didn't realize like how much of a party school this is and I like I still like I don't know if I like I I don't drink (laughs) like I I don't go out as much as all my other friends do and like I got sick like maybe like three I got like frat flu and I milked it so hard I was like everyone's like we're going out oh I can't I'm so sorry (laughs) yeah like this weekend we have a uh, like a fall break it's like four days oh yeah and I I'm like the only person like not going home like (laughs) everyone is gone like all my friends are gone my roommate's still here but her parents are coming so I was like I'm just gonna enjoy this like I'm gonna stay in my room quiet soak it in it's like life on your own for a little bit the gym today was empty it was beautiful it was was amazing (laughs) soak it up do you find it um challenging to fit in your workouts with your school schedule not exactly like the only thing is like I try not to get there at like five o'clock and then it always happens that I get there at five o'clock and it's like outrageously packed but I definitely like I always go and I just like make sure I'm like doing my own thing and like I'm finally getting to that place though where like I walk in and I'm like making friends so I'm like hey oh, good hey how are you that's hey. awesome so but I definitely can fit it all in it's just like a matter of like what time I go that I like I like try to go earlier but it doesn't really work out yeah but, like, I hear a lot of people like a lot of my friends especially in school would be like I don't know how you do it like it's just it's so hard like I have class I have work and there was a point, there's one semester of my life that I was working an internship, working my job as a personal trainer, taking the full 15 credits, and I still got to the gym every day that I intended to go. Yeah. So I'm like, if you build a, like just a weekly schedule for yourself and put a, like time aside for the gym, like you would a yeah. shift or a class, it's not that hard. It's just a matter of like yeah. getting yourself to actually go. And that's a... Not a scheduling problem. Because that's how I was. When was that? My senior year. Yeah, my senior year I had a job. 
Mm-hmm. And I still, I mean, I didn't work as much, but I still worked. And like on the days that I did work, I just like had to like adapt because I, I went to Crunch my mm-hmm. senior year and like they closed at five on Saturdays and like, oh yeah, I worked, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> I worked until like four or four 30. So it was like, I couldn't go. So I just had to like switch my rest days and like, yeah. it was kind of annoying, but I just That's like, what- made it, made it work. That's what I do. I still do that now, kind of. I mean, the gym, I go to a different gym now that's kind of just open whenever. But um, up until like a month ago, I was still going to crunch. So if I had plans on like a Saturday morning or if I like slept over my friend's house or wherever, I was like, all right, I know I'm doing this. So Saturday will be my rest day. Like worst comes to worst, like I'll adapt and I'll I'll do something at home. But exactly. Yeah, it's really just it's just planning and scheduling and and. I hate the excuse and people are like, I'm too busy. I'm a chronic like overfiller (laughs) of my plate. So like, let me look at your screen time and then tell me you're too busy. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. Like what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. Totally get it. It's just like, it's like you do. You just like make room for it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It comes down to, I've been saying this for years. I'm like, you make time. For what's important to you you have probably have time to watch your whatever show you're watching mm-hmm. at night before you go to bed but like you could do, and you don't even have to I try and emphasize to people like you don't have to even go to the gym and lift weights for an hour just do just do whatever type of, of exercise is appealing to you you know obviously we're both fans of resistance training but mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's okay like you won't catch me dead on like a, on a on a oh my god on a treadmill yeah. I, I probably should do more cardio but it's just somehow that I don't have time for yeah exactly exactly well you're probably also like walking around campus too I would assume I'm literally walking all day long like yeah that, that can I, some sort it of makes me feel better yeah. no like, they- cardio it does because I work I I realized when I got sent home for the pandemic my junior year of college I was like holy shit I was averaging like 15,000 steps a day and now I'm not leaving my home and it's it's the same thing now like I end every workout with like a walk on the treadmill because I walk throughout the day so that's one thing I do miss about college is just like like I like walk across campus to like one class and then I have to go to the other side of campus like for another class and it's just like and like sometimes you can't wait for the bus because it's like just goes in a whole loop so you like can't like do that whole thing and I'm like okay more for me (laughs) it's gonna gonna well does it get cold down there in the winter do you know so uh from what I've heard from the people that live here they say it gets to like 40 30 degrees which is like way better than up where we are yeah so. it's yeah it's still cold <laughs> but it's not 17 so yeah exactly so I was like happy with this like this is good <laughs> yeah. I'll take it <laughs> I think one piece of advice that I would give to you is I think you probably you're probably already starting to realize it that like you kind of get to college and it's like nobody gives a fuck anymore like in high school like it was embarrassing to wear like a scarf around your neck yeah. outside or something oh my God. no like do my one piece of advice do what you gotta do to stay warm because it fucking sucks being cold and walking yeah. around campus. Oh. Wear fucking gloves. I have earmuffs. I don't. I mean, I made it look cute. Yeah. But I don't care. Like I will. I will not freeze. So. Yeah. 
Prepare. Yeah, because I remember, like, I mean, like, well, in, like, high school, like, I wouldn't, it wasn't even a matter of, like, me being embarrassed of, like, wearing a hat or stuff, but, like, I never used my locker, yeah. and I was, like, I bring this, I'm gonna have to carry this with me all day, and I was, like, I don't really want to do that. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, like, refused to wear a jacket in high really? school. I would when it was cold, but, like, I would try and, like, not do yeah. like, just avoid it for as long as I could. One, because, yeah, I, I didn't want to deal with it all day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just when you're in high school, like things like that just like matter. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I was like, you, uh, yeah. be like, I have to leave with the hat. And I'm like, I'm not leaving. Like, oh, hell no. no. Take it off, put it in my backpack. No, <laughs> so, I wouldn't be caught dead in gloves. I'd like have my hands in my pockets. Yeah. But that, like, as soon as I got to college, I bundled up and was like, nobody's yeah. going to catch me. Cold. I didn't even think of that because I only brought a jacket. <laughs> I have nothing else. I completely forgot. Oh, no. Are your parents going to come up again, you think, before, like... Or what about Thanksgiving? Are you going to go home? I am going home for Thanksgiving, so I think that's when I'll have to get yeah. some things. But, that's um, what I did. Yeah. I was lucky but. where I lived close. Like, I'm, like, 30 minutes away from my school. So mm-hmm. I kind of, like, went home and did my laundry. So I didn't have yeah. to pay for it. <laughs> um, but, you don't have to do our laundry here, surprisingly. Oh, which really? I'm pretty happy about. So <laughs> I just take- feel like if you're... If they're, like, making you live there... You shouldn't have to pay to do your laundry. I'm paying this much money to go here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, because I don't, I mean, it's probably the same way at your school, but freshmen at Rutgers, like you have to live on campus as a fresh or like. In a- uh, yeah. I don't know if that's the deal here. I'd have to see. Yeah. Unless but... you're a commuter, you have to like live yeah. in a dorm, mm-hmm. but you have to pay for your laundry. Of course. They just, it's all scam. All yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Do you have uh, communal bathrooms in your dorm? Uh, yeah. It's so, I'm a pretty clean person. And so to see like the way that some other girls live, it's like, <laughs> it's yeah. Hard. <laughs> I was, that was probably one of the most, like one of the top things I was nervous about leaving for school. Cause mm-hmm. I'm so, anti-public bathroom like I hate public bathrooms like I have to like make sure it smells okay before I go in Mm -hmm. um but I will say I don't know if you've experienced some of this already I made so like this sounds so weird but I made some friendships in in the communal bathroom like just got to know the girls on my floor and stuff I like the girls aren't like I don't know like something with our floor like the p- girls are like so weird and like nobody talks to each other and like it's like people have no respect for each other like once I left my towel in the shower and like I was going there like expecting it to like be on the floor or something which is like I had already made peace with that but some girl that I had, I had seen earlier in the morning like putting self-tan on I was like oh my god like I should put self-tan on like as a joke like whatever and then I go in there later to get my towel and I see her hand marks of self-tan on my towel. And I was like, so you went in there like putting self-tan on and you saw that towel and was like, I'm going to use this. My <sighs> That's rude. Like, okay. Maybe you're not going to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah. yeah, you have to get dealt. Yeah. Getting dealt what floor you have. It's a, it's a tough card. Yeah. I, um, I had, I think I'm trying to even remember my floor was pretty split. But it's Mm -hmm. funny, like, as your college experience goes on, like, the years pass, Mm -hmm. you'll develop 
more friendships and it'll just and just see the other people around you grow and be like oh my god that kid was on my floor yeah my senior (laughs) year of college um one of my best friends lived on my floor actually my whole entire sophomore year and junior year my boyfriend in college lived on the same floor as me freshman year and we didn't speak like at all oh my god that's so funny so it's it's like a funny thing that you'll see Mm -hmm. so we'll see I don't know yeah it's interesting to like think about now because like I don't like (laughs) no it's being like reflecting on it is um is weird but yeah yeah I wanted to I think I covered like the questions I wanted to ask you I wanted you to just kind of share like the things that you're doing what you're eating how you fit working out in your life just so other people can kind of listen and be like okay she's doing it I can do it too um do you have any questions for me I guess like just anything about college being that I'm out of it I don't know like I mean well you said you were like you were near home right like if you had to right yeah I don't know the only thing that I'm really struggling with here is like the distance and so like I'm not gonna lie like transferring isn't out of my mind and and it might most probably happen yeah well you know you got to do what makes you happy you think you would go back to like a PA school or I think so I'm thinking about Temple I'm also actually thinking about Rutgers so I mean if you're is your cousin like the same age as you or he's a year older than me so yeah I think I think you would like it just because there's like a person for everybody at Rutgers you know I think a a lot of people think that it's like and it is a big party school but it's Mm -hmm. more than that at the same time like like I don't even have a problem with that because like we literally like ECU and like for anyone that listens to this like it's a great school but it's like (laughs) the nation so it's like anywhere else like I'll be fine (laughs) yeah you'll totally be fine I had a friend in high school who she was a year younger than me and she got like a she was able to go to Rutgers for free because her dad worked for Rutgers or something so her parents were really trying to push her to like go use the free tuition And she was like, I, she was really nervous about it. Like, she was like, I just don't like, I don't really like to go out and party and stuff. Like, I don't think it's going to be for me. It's too big. She is now graduated and she's like still there working as like a residence. Like she loves it so much. She joined Mm -hmm. like some, I don't know. She's into like plants and farming and stuff. (laughs) I think we like need farmers. Like I've heard like, that's like, yeah, I think we do. But she does like some really cool stuff and it just made me feel happy for her that she like she mm-hmm. and she was in a sorority and stuff too but she found like her space yeah. like what made her yeah. happy so like I like I know myself and like I know I'm not gonna I'm just never gonna be like that person that like enjoys going out like a lot like some of my friends do and like that's fine and like I'll go out but I just like won't like drink or like do anything I'll just like kind of be like eh, like I'll still have fun it's just like won't be the same way that everyone else thinks you also don't have to like as a girl you really don't have to be in a sorority yeah Rutgers, which was <laughs> nice I wasn't in one um because yeah. I had I don't know I had friends that were in it but I was like I don't know who's gonna fund this even if I do decide to and yeah I don't know it's too many girls for me my roommate is in a sorority and it seems really fun but mm-hmm. I also see like oh my god like we have this party I have to buy like a dress for this yeah. and, like all this stuff and it's it's not just like like there's so many other things that go along with them I know like 
it probably like is nice to like go and like have all these friends in the sorority and whatever but I just don't think it's like my vibe and like the girls are nice it's just not my like cup of tea it's, it's really not for everyone and what I did I had friends that were in sororities friends that weren't um guys it's a little bit different so like all guys are in frats everywhere um but yeah if your friends are like really your friends they'll have you tag along and like I I had plenty of fun and wasn't in Mm -hmm. anything which I think also made me kind of get my like I was able to keep my health on track because I wasn't sidetracked with all that but yeah no Rutgers this just turned into like a promo for Rutgers (laughs) you need need a convincing you need a (laughs) they get a big like application like um what you call it like up up forget it you know what I mean <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> no it's a good time and it's a good degree what are you going to school for so I'm majoring in exercise physiology and then minoring in business nice. um just because, like if you like train and stuff it's probably good to have that yeah. but I am taking a microeconomics class and it is not it's it was gonna be oh, yeah. <laughs> to say the least yep. <laughs> but yep. it's fun I really like like my other classes like I'm taking like bio and like nutrition like those basic classes but okay. I enjoy it and so I don't know we'll see where that leads me yeah no that's cool I um I studied business in school mm-hmm. so I feel your I feel what you're feeling for micro yeah. um oh I, I AP'd out of macro I have no idea how mm-hmm. but micro is tough it's like the broad picture of it is so easy and you're like oh like this makes supply and demand like duh and then all of a sudden you're like wait it's (laughs) it's a lot more complicated than supply and price ceilings and all this stuff and I was like and then he'll be like so does the supply go up or down and I would like in my head become like up like of course he'd be like down and okay sure I think it's so important though for everyone's like everyone in college to take an economics class of some sort just to have a sense of like how the world works because some people just don't get it you know yeah I like I as much as I hate it I'm glad I'm taking it yeah it's yeah it's one of those things that like it really sucks in the moment but in a few years you're gonna be like oh yeah I learned that and I actually like maybe retained it yeah (laughs) calculus maybe not I'm I'll tell you I'm never using calculus in my job so I, I never use anything like I'm taking like like a basic algebra class right now and it's now it's so so stressful it's, <laughs> it's fine it, those are like the worst classes to get through like I had to take calc and stuff mm-hmm. and I will never use any sort of mathematical theory Unless you're like an engineer or something like yeah. that like it literally will never help no me. I'm in marketing like I play around on powerpoint <laughs> it's like <laughs> I do like addition subtraction I use ratios I'll say I use ratios but mm-hmm. what is it like the quadratic theory or something I'll never use that. I am like not like my brother is like a major in physics and a minor in mathematics no, 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 no. that's sure. he's that sibling and I'm the other one <laughs> like, no 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 no, no. So. <laughs> my senior year I lived with all engineers so oh yeah it was and they were all different types of engineers like one was biomedical, one was mechanical, one was packaging. And they would like just have discussions in the kitchen or whatever about like the classes that they had to take. And in my head, I'd be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Actually, (laughs) kudos to them because my brain's not built for that, you know? No, definitely not. Yeah. (laughs) They're math smart. I'm good at picking up heavy things. 
Yes, exactly. We're we're socially and and physically smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Well, thanks for doing this for me. I think we had a nice little chat. I've never talked to you before, so it's nice to know you. Same, same here. Um. Do you want to tell? I guess everybody where they can follow you on Instagram, TikTok, whatever you do, just so they can give you a follow. And- it's so one fitness. So S O F one and then fitness. Feel free to give me a follow if you want to get swole or you like walking. <laughs> she's got like she's got jacked up quads, guys. You can't see it because this is just an audio, but she's got some big quads. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> she's <I'm> crying. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining me. I'll have to have you back on someday. Yes, of course. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, guys, that wraps it up for this week's episode. I am going to leave you with a song suggestion, as I always do. Um, this week's song, I'm I'm going, I'm going country because I have to. Um, the kind of love we made by Luke Luke Holmes. Sorry, I almost said Luke Bryan. Guy doesn't miss. I've been screaming this song for the past few days. Uh, he just such a nice, good feel feel good, scream at the top of your lungs, windows down country song, you know? But yeah, that's my song suggestion for you guys this week. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Lifts with Liz. I'll see you guys next week.